Welcome to episode nine of What Lies Beneath the Seattle Kraken Podcast. Here's what's coming up. We've got to have our Kraken reaction and talk about the last three games. We'll talk about the next three games for your Seattle Kraken. No dumb questions because this is a show for people who are learning about hockey. We encourage no dumb questions. Ask any question you want. We got to talk about how the Coachella Valley Firebirds, who are part of the Kraken uh, franchise, right? They're part of the, the the family. How will they build out their roster? What's that draft look like? We'll tell you about that. And then in hockey history, I'm just going to have some fun, man. I'm going to rank for you my three greatest hockey video games ever. You're going to love that. There's going to be a lot of debate, so let's get ready for it. Let's go. It's time for What Lies Beneath, the Seattle Kraken Podcast. Welcome to it. I don't know how you're feeling. You might be feeling a little bit uh, down after that last game, but I'm here to help you. My name's Jeff Januzic. This is my co-host, Joey Cirillo. Dude, what is up? I didn't drop the Joey mother effing Cirillo like last time in case your uh, client friend wants to check out this podcast. I'm giving him a five-minute uh, grace period. <laughs> <laughs> he consider this his uh, formal warning. All right, I'm marking the time, and okay, good. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> so... So we got to talk about the, the 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 games this past week. There were some uh, some decent. There were some good. There was some bad. Uh, I know that I mean, we can start with the last game, uh, which was Monday night against Pittsburgh at Climate Pledge Arena, and that was not a good looking team. I don't know where you want to start. I don't know if you you go through and and get into it, but I tell you what, let's just get right into it. It is time for Kraken reaction. All right, Joey, how do you want to break this down? You want to start off with Detroit or Detroit, as the Canadians, uh, the French Canadians say, uh, head into that sweet, <laughs> sweet win over the Oilers? Or do you want to talk about that just meltdown against the Penguins? Yeah, I like let's um, I like going from the, the latest game at this point in time to the most recent. And especially because the Pittsburgh game pissed me off because, you know, we actually record this podcast a little bit late. Because and because I wanted to watch the game in full, and that we knew that the game was going to end late for us because we're in Central Time. A lot of times when the Kraken are at home, the games don't end for us until freaking midnight. And so I was like, "Oh, there's a there's a game coming up. The boys are looking good. Want to watch it within the first five minutes? Kraken are down three nothing. I'm like, well, I regret <laughs> I regret this decision. We should definitely be recording the podcast. But no, we can we can start with uh, with the Detroit game, which is also you know your. Um, you know, your childhood, your favorite team of all time. So uh, I think that's pretty relevant. You know, that was it was so fun to watch for me because, you know, I love the Red Wings, but I love the Kraken. I was actually thinking about it tonight before recording. I was like, the, the, the Seattle Kraken are the reason why I've watched uh, the most hockey, I think, in the season in years. I mean, you know, I've got small kids. It's just got, you know, so much going on. It's hard just to keep up with anything, you know? And, um, you know, doing this podcast with you and watching the Kraken, I've been really into it. I've been really following the Kraken. Like, I know more about the Seattle Kraken right now than I do the Detroit Red Wings. I mean, the Red Wings will always be in my blood. I will always love them and root for them. But this was a fun game to watch. And it was a great game. I mean, two, what we what we previewed last week was two teams who were very similar in terms of, uh, like, how they've been performing as of late. And it, it was awesome. It was a really, really great game. The, the crack and lose four, three in a shootout, but we got a point, which is awesome. So you make it to overtime. Mm -hmm. You still get, you, 
you're guaranteed a point and that's a good thing. So once that happened, it was fantastic. And, um, I actually had uh, pissed off a Columbus fan who follows us because I was like <laughs> tweeting uh, and I was like, Oh man, it's our first ever, uh, first ever overtime. And somebody's like, no, it was the Columbus game. It's like, Oh, well, you know, Columbus is, you know, kind of a forgettable city. Um, but it was our first ever shootout, which was fun to watch. So, yeah. um, you know, my takeaway from that game was the Kraken were still on a roll, still fighting hard, even without their top guys. Um, the only negative, because I'll take that overtime point, that 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 loss, um, yeah. was the shootout looked bad. Uh, they were not prepared. Um, they, you know, they had, you know, three. The 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 the, the goal they scored was debatable. Was it a screw up? <laughs> was it planned? Yeah, no, it looked like it rolled off his stick and somehow like went in between the goalie's legs. That did not look like that goal was intentional. And yes, I agree. Bad is an understatement. That showed it, that shootout looked fucking awful. There's the five minute marker for your uh, your client friend. So no, it was a uh, it was really really bad. My my you know and and again it was a great game. I'm very happy the Kraken got a point. But I will say they should have gotten two points because my bad quote unquote takeaway from that game was when the Kraken had a goal raw from them because mm-hmm. the ref called a freaking goalie interference when it's clear that a defenseman was guiding a Kraken player into the goalie barely even hits him and then goes to get out of the way. And then of course the person with the snipe shot was Lozon who we haven't been able to get going at all. He's legitimately done nothing good for the Kraken except for turn the puck over deep in the Kraken zone and put our team in compromised positions 24 seven, but he finally has a great shot. It's an early goal and it gets taken off the board. And then of course, you know, the game goes into overtime, the Kraken lose in a shootout. So yeah, I had some, uh, that was my negative takeaway. But yeah, you know, they, they worked on the power play and they've improved that. So now we can start focusing on things like the, the shootout because they clearly haven't been practicing that very much. Well, you know, it, it, the game was a win for me. felt good because, um, you know, they were uh, down 3-2 with only a few minutes left in the game and they, yeah. they, they, they got it together and they tied it up and they took it to like the, the team looked great. Here's uh, the third takeaway. Um, or I don't know what what number we're on right now. By the way, <laughs> dude, you you literally got to the five minute mark and dropped an f bomb. Like that was really. Incredible. I was to- I was totally kidding about that. That's hilarious. You did. It was like <laughs> it was like almost exactly at the five minute mark. So like you've got some sort sort of like weird swear jar in your head. Conscious degenerate brain that's always like every now and then I have to like throw a wrench into everything. So no, I love it. I love it. Although like I got small kids in the house, so like I'm a big fan of like all the like fudge, you know, like things that that's yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't always come out that way, but it's something, you know, anyway, so, so here's, so here's the thing about watching the Kraken versus the Red Wings is now the Red Wings, you know, still they're, you know, a, a mid tier team, but yeah. they've got a definitive scoring line. Right. And mm-hmm. they've got a, uh, you know, they've got, um, Lucas Raymond, who's uh, leading the way with rookies. You got Mort Sider, who's uh, the their rookie defenseman. He they're like one two in rookie scoring, right? Then you got Dylan Larkin. You could see when that number one line was out, how crafty and quick they were, and yeah. that was a contrast to me to see. Now again, you know the Kraken were without you know their top guys, right? So yeah. I, I I have a little bit of that there, but I, I still don't think that there's a chemistry laden line that's really scaring opponents right now uh, with the Seattle Kraken because watching the Red Wings game again, two pretty evenly matched teams. You did see one line 
being the best line on the ice when they were out there. So that made me go like, okay, how does this happen for the Kraken? I think a little bit, it, it happens with a little bit of chemistry. I think it happens a little bit with time. Um, but like, what will the Kraken do down the road? Will they make any moves? Are they just going to wait to you know build that up over time? Like what's up, you know? So, yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good point that you're making. And it's also really hard because going into this game, I actually, because first off we didn't even mention, which we kind of failed to do how incredible the road trip was for the Kraken at, in, in general. So for them to go into Detroit and be, I mean, they had five guys on the, on the injury report. Um, so, and that was just brutal. And, um, you know, going, going down those key players and then going into, um, you know, into Detroit, the last, the last leg in the stretch, um, it was just, it was just really challenging. And it was really hard because I really thought the Kraken were starting to kind of figure it out. And like you said, um, like the scoring lines and like, like Schwartz and Eberle, um, they've been doing so good uh, playing off each other. And you start to see other guys kind of getting it together. Um, and then all of a sudden, like the injury bug hits the hits the Kraken. And um, I was even kind of like talking a little shit and, and, and poking some fun when I was like, I think, Jeff, you nailed it on our last podcast episode when you said a lower body industry. Because <laughs> you look at the injury report, it's all lower body injuries. I'm like, oh, my God. Like it really happened. And yeah. um, for them to go out and to play like they did against Detroit was really, really impressive. And yeah, Detroit had a, a true scoring line. And I even made a note because Lucas Raymond, he's incredible um, to watch him play. And he actually had the uh, the goal that gave Detroit the 3-2 lead. There's like six and a half minutes left in the third period. But um, he was the he was the the NHL rookie of the month for the month of November. He had five goals and seven assists in fourteen games. This guy's no joke. Um, oh, so no. he's he came out there, he came out there firing. You knew he was gonna that he was gonna you know score a goal or at least contribute on the ice in some fashion or the other. But the Kraken were gritty. They played really really tough. They hung in there. You know they took it to a shootout. And yeah, they they you know lost the game, but you know they got a point and they headed home. So I mean, you can't really ask for more than that. Well, like for the Red Wings, I mean, you know, uh, as far as former players who are now GMs, um, I think Steve Eisman's is you know he's he's one of the best. I mean, he's got a team building over there, which is great. And Lucas Raymond, you know, he he you know he scored that goal to go up three two. I mean, he just put it on net right between the uh, defenseman's legs. And he just, he smells goals, which was great. But also too, man, props to, you know, Ryan Donato. He had two goals in the game. He had the game tying goal. So that guy was just totally lights out. And I think he almost had a third man. He was really feeling it. Like he's like four posts. Yeah, no. Yeah. He got into a groove in the game. And in fact, even uh, I remember Forceland, I was watching the, I was obviously watching the the stream on ESPN plus. He even made a comment about how Donato's feeling it. So absolutely, man. Like when he got going, and you could tell he was feeling the game. And I was like, man, he like you said, he hit a couple of posts, and 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 it was pretty rough there. He almost had the hat trick. Fun game for me to watch. We got a point. The Kraken got a point. So that was phenomenal. But I want to. So that was a good game, and there was some good, you know, energy, good scoring going on. I want to yeah. save. That note that will lead into the Pittsburgh game. We got to talk about the Pittsburgh game because I've got some positivity for you on this. You want to gloss over Edmonton? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like okay. this, this, this all, it's like snowballs, man. We're snowballing oh, into okay. Pittsburgh. Okay, okay. So because okay. I, I don't want anybody to, you know, be bummed about Pittsburgh. I just, I don't. So, but let's go to Friday night, which was an awesome game. That was a game. That was a playoff game. <sighs> that was. 
that was the crack and working their ass off. Still awesome. shorthanded, by awesome the way. Porn. I mean, legitimately, like Pornhub.com. Yeah. The very first video you see is Kraken Oilers. Like, holy shit, what a game! Crazy shorthanded. Still, they put a. Perf- they, I mean, they really killed it. Like everybody did their best. Um, you know, Group Hour had twenty nine saves. They just they 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 killed it. Now, I did get scared. You know, the the Kraken went up one nothing, mm-hmm. um, relatively quick. But then when they went on the power play, and they demonstrated why they're the best power play in the in the league, and it was like, oh my okay, god, there here here's the uh, Edmonton Oilers on the power play. It's like tick tack toe, dry sidle, boom, just just in the back of the net and he did it like it, it was the easiest looking shit like oh my god i mean i, I seriously i think we tweet i tweeted um uh a, a gif of the uh of anchorman will ferrell saying i'm not even mad <laughs> like yeah i'm not even mad like i'm i'm genuinely impressed here and that's how i, I felt too and and to that point um it, you know the the kraken fans especially the ones that were in attendance got the best of both worlds because you get to watch dry score and that was his league high that was his 21st goal and you also got to see connor mcdavid score but you also yeah. got to see the kraken win like what more can you ask for than that right to be in attendance for a great game you no. see two hall of famers um do their thing but the kraken also handled the game i mean it was it was an all-around like just a fantastic performance. I mean, I was so freaking pumped, you know, and, and I do like how, you know, and some people were, were, you know, uh, getting shit on for tweeting about this, but, uh, tweeting that like since November 8th, uh, when, you know, like the, and that's not the right date, but when the Kraken, you know, basically started winning, like they're the, one of the best teams in the league besides the Minnesota wild. And I saw other people from other teams tweeting, oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. could do that too. If we wanted to start from November 10th, you know, but, yeah, Kraken really put together uh, uh, an epic stretch of like seven games, which is fantastic. But that was an awesome win against a great team. Um, they rolled with them. I think what I really like to see and what I'm really fired up about, which totally disappeared against the Penguins. And again, I've got some positivity here, but the defense, when they are thinking and playing and doing things right, they can do it. They can hang. I mean, the fact that they need to do they can do what they need to do when they, you know, really need to do it in times like, you know, beating the Edmonton Oilers, you know, four, three without going into overtime and, and holding yeah. on to that. Um, it, it's, it's a great thing to see. So like, there's, there's so much, there's so much light. It was just, it was just a fantastic, fantastic game. And we do have to talk about, we need it. Okay. We have to, we have to start rolling out merch at some point. And the first piece of what lies beneath merch well, may just be hockey Jesus. Well, that's two. Okay, so yeah. we got <laughs> we got we got two two t-shirts. We got hockey Jesus, and I'm picturing like a really poorly drawn caricature because, like, you know, I'm Catholic. I don't want to like you know mess with Jesus too much, you know. So like something that's like not Jesus but looks like Jesus. Anyway, so like that. I'm not. I will. I'll gladly fall. Okay. That sort of okay. Good, okay. <laughs> um, but the other thing is like I'm thinking just simple block text like sweet backy you know like i think we we are owning this backy thing no just like uh oh my god and i'm i'm so annoyed with my annoyed with myself that i'm not remembering her name off the top of my head um but uh one of our very dedicated listeners got uh got groovy to be officially nicknamed the german gentleman in fact the seattle kraken official account started calling him that now they're calling it on radio broadcast and to her credit she's been saying that shit since the freaking expansion draft so 
I know you're looking it up right now. I appreciate you for that. But yeah, yes. we have total we have total ownership um, on the backies. And uh, speaking of backies, uh, Colin Blackwell was that the was that the backie of the year? I mean, was that potential backie of the year? No. Absolutely incredible. And that was also Cole Lind. He had the assist on that, and now it's his first um, career point in the NHL. That was just a really cool moment. And then afterwards, Cole Lynn with the photographic moment of skating up to Gruby and kissing him on the forehead, which is just fucking adorable. So it all comes around full circle, man. Yeah, yeah. I, well, but back to the uh, German gentleman is yes. I don't I don't have her name, but she is awesome, Maderos, and she's in New Orleans. She's here in New Orleans. I know we're gonna we're gonna drink with her at some point and uh, and watch some Kraken hockey. It's definitely going to happen. So. Yeah, if you're if you're on Twitter and you're a Kraken fan and you're not hanging out with us and the rest of our you know what lies beneath people when when we're doing the live tweeting, it's so it's fun. It's fun. I I will yeah, say, have a good time with it. Look, there's gonna be there's people that are better with the stats and then this and the quick this and that sort of thing, but we are we are so fast with the gifts. Yeah. And we, were, we were so fast with the the memes. I mean, Dude, like you saw the fucking amount of memes that I have saved in my phone, ready nice. to roll. And I think nice. in different scenarios, like oh, that would be good for this. Nice. But yeah, no, man, I'm I'm a hundred percent with you on that. We're tuning our own horn a horn a little bit here, <laughs> but uh, but no, with, uh, the game against the Oilers. I mean, holy crap! And also, it's it's hard to say, but that might have been Grubauer's best game. I mean, he had twenty nine saves, thirteen of those coming in the third period. Um, and, and a really interesting fact after the game that was actually shared by uh, Marissa and Gemi, who covers the Seattle Kraken. And, uh, and I thought, oh, she's great. And I thought it was really funny because, you know, I'm reading about Colin Blackwell, his backie, which was just incredible. But then she tweeted out a statistic that um, the Kraken are actually second in the NHL in backie attempts and third in backie goals. So it started off as like kind of a joke because Eberly had the no look backie. And that's how this whole thing got started. But now you actually have it to where the Kraken are top five in backy attempts and backy goals. Like this is a this is a backhanded scoring team. So I'm I'm fully embracing it. And one thing that really stood out to me, I mean, there's a lot of things that stood out to me about this game, but one thing in particular was that you know they won that game four to three, but there was the the four goals were scored by four different members of the Kraken, but eleven guys on the team had one point each. Like if you look at the stat line for that particular game, and that is how you beat a team of that kind of caliber. Because again, the Kraken were shorthanded. You know, we're still missing Giordano, missing Eberly, missing Schwartz, and, and a couple of others. And they still were able to take down the fucking Edmonton Oilers. And it's because the team came together and play like a solid unit. And it was just incredible, man. I mean, uh, I don't know what else to say, except for that was such a fun game to watch. And and again, I'm, I'm watching this team. I'm like, holy shit, these guys are really figuring it out. This is awesome. It was fun to watch the Oilers get frustrated. It was fun to yes. watch Colin Blackwell's sweet backy, uh, which, by the way, at the end of the game in the press conference, he said, I don't really remember it because I, I kind of blacked out, <laughs> which was awesome. I also am daydreaming about giving away sweet backy shirts. So if you've made it this far into the podcast, 
and I, I, this will happen. I'm pledging it for 2022 is uh, if you want to have one of these shirts, I, we'll, we'll give away our first five shirts of sweet backies. It's there you go. So no, we're doing it. We just got, we're going to find a good company too. You're not going to get some t-shirt that's, you know, shit quality. Thanks for the cheap, one lounge around the house. You're going to be at climate pledge arena, rocking the backy t-shirt. Someone's going to see that and go, Oh my God, where'd you get that? And you're going to reply, Oh, I'm sorry. Are you not aware of the best Seattle Kraken podcast? What lies beneath? Obviously, yeah. you're not, because if you were, then you would know what this shirt's all about. No, no, no. I'm going to do it differently here, dude. I'm going to do a, I'm going to, I'm going to force. So you, if you want your free shirt, great. Okay. Fantastic. But we need like 15 more listeners, uh, dedicated listeners by the time that happens. So like, you've got to like share us a little bit because if you don't, if we don't reach that 15, you know, new listener mark in the next few months when we have the t-shirts, like I'm not paying for good shirts. <laughs> you're going to get a free shirt, but it's going to be like, you're wearing chain mail. It's going to suck, but it's going to say sweet backy on it. So yeah. Spread the love, help us grow to the, you know, the new tier of 15 new listeners. So we'll be up to a grand total of like 47. So, <laughs> so do but that. Cole, we had like six last week. So we're doing awesome. So I don't know. Go. I don't know how to read these stats. I, I just, you know, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so beating the Oilers was awesome, awesome on Friday night. It was a weird schedule because I was totally like, oh, cool. What, what, are, who are we playing on Saturday? Like woke up on Saturday morning. Like I stayed up the way too, first of all, I stayed up way too late watching that game and then like i yeah. got up with the kids my wife was out of town actually and uh i got up with the kids on saturday morning i was like man i'm so tired and the uh hockey hangover is real man it's yeah like it's like a puck to the dome you're like well, the, some, you're like the assistant freaking coach for the Kraken, man just taking pucks to the head there was some wine too um but <laughs> anyway uh it, I, we had to wait till monday night for a just garbage game yeah. against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And look, you've got notes. You're a notes guy. You've got some stuff to talk about here. It's not good, but no, here's, good. I really want to talk about this for a second. And, and you can go into breaking it down more if you want. But I'm telling you as a Kraken fan, I'm talking to you too, Joey's a Kraken fan. Throw this out. Throw this game away. Oh, I already have. Dude, don't I have think like hard of it about it. Yeah. Okay. Like, because listen. If, if I like if if uh, you had your favorite football team and I was your quarterback, you would fucking love me because my memory is 10 seconds and that's that's pushing it. And unfortunately, that applies to things that I probably should remember for longer periods of time. What I'm saying is, though, like I, I met in black myself after shit like this, like this game was over. I just and it's over like I, I'm wiping it from my memory. In fact, from puck drop, the team was skating around. And I was like, this looks clunky and weird. Boom, boom, boom. Three goals down three, nothing. I'm like, okay, yep. This is one of those nights. It is what here, it is. Here is the, my breakdown, very, uh, vibe related, not statistical at all. Here's why the Kraken got blown out. Okay. Lay it on me, man. Let's hear so, it. Number one, it's a Monday night game. And you know, those, those are a little, little weird, right? So Monday night games are a little strange. I, I don't know. For some reason, I'm not a big fan of Monday night games. I, I don't know why. Um, you know, the so they know we have our podcast to record. Like how fucking rude is that? We actually need to contact the Seattle crack in front office and be like, why did you not consult us when you came out with your schedule for the season? You know, I would say like Mondays are bad, you know, but the last Monday game they played against the Sabres, it's the one they, you know, they won seven to four, but M Monday was weird. And I think, I think this is what happened is the chemistry got screwed up because everybody came back for the most part. Right. 
I know, so, man. It was like we we had like this uh, like addition by subtraction when we lost the guys, and all of a sudden it's like Everly and Schwartz are here, and they're like, oh shit, we've been doing so good. I guess we just give them the puck now. <laughs> and that I think that's literally what, not only did the did the incentive to like we've got to win this for you know our guys, we got to win this like this is this is it. Nobody's expecting us to win because you know we're already not you know, we're going to get the best record and uh, you know, our top guys are out. We got to band together and do this thing. And they had the energy, they had the spirit. Well, you know, like when your big guys come back, the guys who have been cranking a thousand percent and like, you know, really going over time to, to kill it and help win games, they might be now they're I don't think they're, I mean, they get, they did. I mean, they got, they got destroyed. They, they did kind of take the night off. So maybe they are thinking like, well, our top guys are back. We can take it easy a little bit. We'll be fine. Um, and then, you know, next thing you know, like they're taking it, they're taking it easy and they're down three, nothing in the first period. So I think that was a big old chemistry screwball. Like things were just not mixed right at all. They've got to find their groove again. And, and I think that is a little scary, um, but we know it exists and we know that it's happened. So like, how do they do that? So I think, you know, everything from, you know, groovy pay- playing terribly, um, to just, you know, being destroyed and, and losing a, I mean, just that, that's, that sucks, you know, especially like if you're going to uh climate pledge arena, it's like Monday night, it's already Monday night. You're like, Oh man, it's Monday. It's, a, it's holidays. We've got so much stuff going on, but I'm going to take the kids or I'm just going to go have a good time. It's Monday night. You know, I still got to go to work tomorrow, but you know, I'm going to go check this out. I can't wait to see the crack and play. And then you watch that just like, just, just garbage game. So yeah. I really think, I think it comes down to chemistry. I really think it's like energy was gone two days off, you know, and just kind of coming off that high of, of beating the Oilers, which was probably not an easy game. So they probably were still a little whipped from that, even with two days off. Plus it's a Monday night coming off the weekend. I mean, who knows? They may have gone, had like a Sunday team building at, uh, you know, the bar down the street or something. So hey, we, I, I saw something today though. Giordano's back on the ice skating around. So it looks like the Kraken have their captain back. I don't want to jinx that. Hopefully he plays in the next coming game, but you know, I think having the captain back on the ice is going to help out the team a lot. Well, I, I think we can kind of, I mean, do you want to talk more about the, the Pittsburgh game? Listen, uh, there's a couple of things I do want to say really quickly about yeah. the game. And I will say that, yeah, the Kraken pretty much did everything wrong kind of from the get-go. And this is a throwaway game. Like I've already, like it doesn't impact my emotions anymore, but you want to talk about shit like getting weird. The second goal that Groovy gave up and the three goals that he did in the first five minutes and seven seconds of the game, the second one legitimately rolled off his shoulder into the net. It was so fucking weird. And then on top of that, you had two goals where Jamie Elixiak literally tapped in for the Penguins off of his own skate. Like I was joking around and I sent out a tweet um, and by the way, check us out on there at Kraken Pod. But I sent out a tweet saying Jimmy Alexiak is doing the thing like when you're playing pinball and the ball's coming down, and it's on the flapper, and you're trying to time it because you're trying to hit like a certain part, but you mistime it and the ball just goes down and you lose it. And he did that twice in the game for the Kraken. And it was so, and no, it was weird. And uh, and after the game, like he was kind of dejected about it. He was like, yeah, this is a, a humbling experience. Like it sucks. And you, you know, you learn from it and then you move on. So at the end of the day, like, it is what it is. Weird shit happened. Gruby was not feeling it. I could tell the team wasn't feeling it about the way they were skating around. And like you said, it's a throwaway game. If there's one particular stat, though, that I did not like, and hopefully this is not repeated very often, if at all, uh, the Penguins um, gave up only four takeaways for the entire game. The Kraken had 16. So anytime a team is going to 4X you on the takeaways, you're probably going to lose that game. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> uh, that's that's yeah. They they wanted it. They you know they came out. They wanted it, and and you know they got it. So yeah, we lose to the Penguins six to one, and let's leave it behind. And we you know hopefully leave the bad behind, and we move into this week. Uh, you know, picking up some wins. So yes, let's sir. move on. Preview what's happening coming up this week. So we've got to wait a few more nights, which uh, you know again sucks. Uh, we're gonna play the Winnipeg Jets. They are coming to Climate Pledge Arena on Thursday night. Um, and the Winnipeg Jets, uh, they are doing okay. Uh, so if we're going to go check out their record, uh, they sit in like the middle of the pack in the Central Division. Their record's 12, 9, and 4. They started off really mm-hmm. slow. Um, they have kind of come on a little bit. One thing that is a little scary is Mark Shifley, who is one of their best players, has been terrible all season long oh, until... God until like the last four or five games where he's just gone like lights out. Like he had a hat trick last week and then he scored a, you know, a couple of more points in the last game. So he's got like five points in the last like two, two games. Awesome. Great um, timing. Release the Kraken. Yeah. So, I mean, that, and that's a, he's a good, he's a good skater. Um, you know, yeah. they got, they've got some pretty solid goaltending. I think defense is suspect for the jets. Uh, the last 10, they're three, six and one. Um, they lost most recently and uh, you know, so Again, here we go. Middle of the pack. Is this a team that can beat? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, were the Penguins a team that they could beat? Yes, absolutely. But which Kraken team is going to show up? Is it a Kraken team like you saw against the Oilers? Um, you know, you know, like you saw winning the big games against the Panthers, you know, and, and the Lightning. Um, you know, wait, did we lost beat the Lightning? No, yeah, no, I was gonna say, no. Yeah. So sorry. sorry. Edit, edit it out. Edit it out, and if who no no whoever's editing it, you do not get a sweet backy shirt if you don't take that out. Not getting it. <laughs> no backy uh, shirt for you. All right, three, two, one, start over. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, so which which Kraken team's gonna which Kraken team's gonna show up? Yeah, um, I don't know. I I I think they'll figure it out because we've seen it. We saw it for a really good stretch where they were pretty competitive. So, you know, we got the Jets on Thursday night. And then we move into playing uh, uh, the Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets uh, on Saturday. Yeah. 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 I got to give a, a quick plug really quick. I will actually be on the Hockey Podcast Network's YouTube. So Ooh. go there and subscribe in advance oh. because I will be on their YouTube channel doing a live watch along for Saturday night Kraken and Columbus Blue Jackets, which is basically like you get to watch the game. But it's like, have you ever watched a game? But you were like, I really wish that the announcers were drinking and they would curse from time to time and were kind of loose lipped, but still kind of kept me abreast of what was going on. You're welcome. So that's exactly what we'll be doing. So check, Sweet. Uh, check, check out that live stream. What's your, what's going to be your, uh, what's going to be your you know, drink of choice? Oh man, I, I fucked up for the caps games and I was actually drinking moonshine and I made a joke. Cause I was, I didn't think the cracker were going to score a lot that game. Cause you know, I did my fair amount of research and was like, yeah, I don't know, maybe two or three goals. So I agreed to do a shot of moonshine per crack and goal and i was also drinking beers uh during the periods by the time the game was over i was five shots of moonshine because kraken scored five and i think like four to five beers and uh yeah that was that was a, a long night so i learned my lesson there and uh and then- but yeah I'm, I'm excited for that game but again check out the live watch long for that and for the matchup on thursday i will also just real quickly say you mentioned their defense is bad yeah it's not good they are actually um their penalty kill is horrible. They've given up 22 power play goals on the season compared to the Kraken's 11. They're at 67% on that. Um, yeah, hopefully that's something that the Kraken can exploit because they have really improved on the power play 
So that's something that I'm looking for in that game. And for the Columbus game, I'll be on YouTube talking shit and drinking and watching the Kraken. So I hope um, you know people want to join me. So with with Columbus, uh, first of all, we may have to ban Moonshine. Like I've you know I've <laughs> I have a story about Moonshine that I've I don't know if my wife knows, but I shouldn't. I can't. I should not tell that story. Probably, Maybe yeah, probably if you're hesitating, I'll probably I'll have to step in there as much as I want to hear it. You probably shouldn't tell it. But I will say that, you know, anything that when you're making it, if you screw up the ingredients, the it's like, OK, if I did this right, you're going to have a great drunk. If I did this wrong, it'll actually kill you. Listen, anytime that, that, that those are like the options that are on the table, you probably shouldn't be drinking it. I don't have you made, Have you made moonshine? No, I've never made it, but I, okay. I do know that if you're making like some backwoods moonshine, that if you do the process wrong, it can actually kill people. But I got the real stuff when I was in Tennessee a couple months ago. And uh, so, yeah, I had to bring that back down here with me to New Orleans. Side, side note, um, I met my kids. I've, I've been playing a lot of classic country for them, like like not like Garth Brooks classic country, like 50s, 60s, Tennessee, oh, Ernie Ford. Yeah, you know, Taylor Swift. Yes, like <laughs> way old school stuff. <laughs> Talking about moonshine. Yeah, like you know, like George Jones singing about his pappy with, with the still. Um, also, too, like the first time I had moonshine was legit moonshine in the middle of like the backwoods of Arkansas in a barn uh, with a barn fridge. And this guy's like, "Hey, uh, you got you guys want to try the moonshine?" It's like, "What?" And like, there's a you know jug in his freezer of just just, just like drinking out of a milk jug of just moonshine. It's like, okay, cool. No problem. Of course I was like in my twenties, I should have you know thought more about that, but I survived. So um, you may have to ban moonshine from, from drinking and watching. I think with the, the blue jackets, um, you know, the blue jackets are always, they're kind of one of those teams like in my head, you know, I mean, they've been around for a long time, like over 20 years, but I always think of them as, as a grindy, gritty defensive team. That's the, um, that's the Ohio-ness in them, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. that, it is what it is. It matches the identity of where they're from. And the Kraken have played them already this season. Like, this is a rematch. When yep. we played them last time, we had, the Kraken lost 2-1 to one in overtime on mm -hmm. a Patrick Lane goal. So I, I would not be surprised if this, you know, is a gritty, tough-it-out kind of a game. You know what I want to see? I want to see the big rig, like, drop the gloves and just start fighting somebody. If the Kraken are slow to start, like someone just pick a fight at this point. Like, let's just go. <laughs> I think you're, uh, no, you're right. It's, 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 a, it's an serious. energy game. No, I'm, yeah. I'm serious too. It's, um, you know, it's, they've got, they've got some, um, uh, some good players. Uh, like you said, it's, it's line a Patrick line a, um, and, uh, ah, now, shit. Uh, yeah, see, well, I'm fucking so new to hockey. I no, 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 dude. There's I've been like lane, dude. It's a L A I N E. Like I'm new to hockey. I see your, your name spelled a certain way. I'm going to no. say, lane, took me a couple, exactly. Well, can, can yeah, you say their goalie? Right. Can you say the goalie's last name? No, I mean, but I actually looked up their goaltending and I was going to make a note of it. And I was like, I can't even pronounce that. So I'm not going to bring it up. But uh, And I yeah. don't. I really don't know. And, and he's good. Like, and I've been, I've been knowing he's good for a little while. And I don't know how to say his last name. Elvis Mer, Mer, yeah. Mer, Zagans? They just call him Elvis, right? Because that's what yeah. they should call him. Okay, we'll call cool. him. Well, they're yeah. 13 and 11. I mean, they're, they're you know, above 500 and doing pretty good. They took the Leafs in their last game, um, you know, to, uh, uh, they, they almost, came back against the Leafs, which is really impressive. Uh, the Leafs mm -hmm. score goals like crazy. Um, and they scored three goals in the third period um, against the Toronto Maple Leafs to, uh, they lost five, four. So like they like literally scared the crap out of the Maple Leafs. So, <laughs> you know, this is that, this is a good team shit on the ice. They yeah. did. They literally shit on the ice, which side note, hockey side note. Did the you dog. see what happened in Philly? Yeah, dude. When they brought the they brought the canines out on the ice, and one just started dropping a deuce. 
Oh my God. That was so <laughs> awesome. Like so spitting chicklets, you know, the, the pinnacle of hockey podcasts, like, like they totally killed it on Twitter where they're like, things are, here's, here's an example of how, how things are going in Philadelphia right now. Cause they fired their head coach this, this week. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just shit here. Like it's <laughs> just a huge, huge dog. Just uh, laying a big old Philly steamer in the middle on their logo, which was just like total disrespect. So that dog is like, completely banned from the arena not going to i wouldn't be surprised if someone from philly is like legitimately feeding their dog cheesesteaks and making them wear like a cut up eagles jersey before bringing them to the freaking arena to check out the ice so it's, I, i'm not saying it's their fault <laughs> that the dog went there and took a shit but there might be some outside circumstances we're not aware of now, th so we're playing the jackets and you know here's what's gonna be weird is we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh we're going to record another podcast before we get into their, you know, the, their third game. So really we're talking about two games before we can review those. Cause yeah, that was a weird timing. Yeah. Cause on, on Tuesday, which is the day that the podcast comes out, they play the shark. So this will also kind of be a preview of the game. That's going to be played on the day. The pod and it, it is kind of weird timing. Yeah. So the, so the sharks, you know, the sharks are, you know, okay. They've come like, everybody's kind of like finding their groove and, you know, being everybody except the coyotes still suck. Um, kind of, you know, them, so. right. Yeah, we did. We did. Even the Canucks are kind of like, kind of making some things happen. Although well, they like fired their coach and they got, they got a dude, you know, that's a uh, cursing on Mike in his first press conference. So they're already starting to turn things around, at least mentally. Yeah, yeah, good, good for the Canucks, man. It's um, you know, but also too, if this is a good chance for you to look around as a Kraken fan, as an and maybe you're a hockey fan who's been around for a long time, maybe you're a new hockey fan, but you should really look around at the rest of the league and some of these teams and the insanity that's going on with some of these teams, the Canucks, the Flyers, that sort of stuff. And you should really go like, all right, okay, we're doing okay. We we don't have anything too insane going on. We're just kind of like trying to learn how to you know, be a team here and yeah, you know, there's no, there's no scandal or any, or any crazy shit going on. I mean, uh, yeah. So I think we're in a pretty good spot. Who do you think is the Kraken's biggest rivals right now? Oh, oh man, me personally, or mm -hmm. who the Kraken actually view as their biggest rivals. You personally, I might say still the Blackhawks. Cause you had that guy swear Dude, to you and that guy. And then of <laughs> course the Kraken get beat down by them. Like right now I can't go to that bar ever again because you just oh. gave that fucking drunk nomad like all sorts of ammunition to throw at me no we're gonna do that again we're gonna go there at some point <laughs> we're gonna go there at some point uh, but um i don't know i'm trying to think of um particular matchup you know uh buffalo i really really like the the two matchups that the kraken have had against i know they're not gonna play again for the rest of the season um and it's not a real rivalry but uh the two games that they had especially the first one at climate pledge was so much fun and so chippy like for some reason, those guys do not seem like they like each other. So I really enjoy watching the Kraken play Buffalo. Well, I'm I'm pretty psyched right now about the stretch of games. Like the Sharks game, great. The Ducks game, like great. Doesn't excite me too much. I mean, obviously, I'm excited to watch the Kraken play, but the stretch of games uh, from Saturday and then basically up to Christmas, I'm pretty pumped about because we played the Oilers again, right? And the Oilers are back at Climate Pledge Arena. Sure. Um, the the Leafs come to town, which is cool. The Maple yeah. Leafs are always neat to, to watch. They're an exciting team. They're neat to watch. Oh, and then and we... A random th a fact about Toronto, and um, uh, sorry if I cut you off there, random fact, keep the fucking Maple Leaf fans the fuck out of Climate Pledge. Keep them out of our barn. And for anyone that lives in Seattle or is familiar with how it goes down there, whenever the Mariners play the fucking Blue Jays, they always 
take over the ballpark. It's so goddamn infuriating. And when I say take over, it's it will legitimately be like 75 to 80% Toronto fans. I promise you, they wear it with a badge of honor. They know exactly what they do it, what they do. They openly talk about how whenever they, you know, have a baseball game in Seattle, how, how they take over. I promise you, they are planning on doing the same thing. The Kraken played the fucking Maple Leafs. So do not sell your ticket to a Maple Leaf fan. Like, go there and wear your crap here because I promise you they're going to try to take over Climate Pledge Arena and fuck that. <laughs> Wait. I'm, I'm telling you, man, it's a real thing. Like, watch, no, watch, watch the game. You're going to see a lot of Leafs fans there, and they pride themselves on taking over Seattle arenas. It's, a, it's, a, it's very real. So, so my theory on this, and like, literally, I just came up with this 30 seconds ago, and tell me if I'm right or wrong. I'm all heated. You know, the Maple Leafs are the Yankees of Canada, right? You know, hockey is the biggest sport. Uh, the Maple Leafs are arguably the biggest team. So if you're not into a team that's in your province, so like say, you know, Alberta, you're not into the Flames, you're not into the Oilers, but you like hockey, you're probably a Maple Leafs fan. It's like seeing yeah. a Yankees, you know, in all the markets across the country uh, in the United States where there aren't a baseball team, you see a lot of Yankees hats. You just see a lot of Yankees hats in general, right? So, yeah. And then I, I never thought about this, like, because I'm not a big baseball guy, but like the Blue Jays, I guess, are probably the same way. It's like if you're into baseball and you're Canadian, like, who are you watching? You know what I mean? So, yeah, you're same thing. So that does make sense. If you want to go watch baseball and you're Canadian, like, you're going to watch the Blue Jays. It's all you got. So you're going to come down to Seattle and you're going to watch the Mariners game. So that makes total sense. You probably have people who are all the Leafs fans that live up in Alberta. They're going to drive on down and they're going to come on and say, Oh, cool. We can watch our team now, even though they've never ever been to a Maple Leafs game. That's, uh, dude, in, that's exactly what happens. And they take over the arena. So please, please, please. If you're listening to this and you're in the greater Seattle area and you have season tickets or you go to cracking game or you plan on going to the games, don't sell it to those fucks. No, <laughs> no well, it's going to be a fun stretch uh, heading into the you know the end of the year, and um, you know I think we're going to go into 2022 with with uh, some positivity. So the the Kraken have been looking good as of late. I really hope that they come into the game this week on Thursday night uh, with the Jets. I'd like to see them get things going and totally forget about the the Penguins and, and see what we got. So yeah, you know I, I, we the Kraken will be all right. It's fun to watch. We've seen a lot of good as of late. So I feel like the team that we saw. Um, you know, in, uh, the beginning of the season and like, you know, through the beginning of November is gone. And we have a team that's more like, you know, that mid to end of November, beginning of December team. I think we're doing pretty well. Yeah. I'm with you, man. Um, you, you nailed it. I don't think, uh, I don't think last game is indicative of who this team is as an identity, uh, so I'm all for it, but yeah, they, they need to, they need to throw, like, take a learning lesson from it. Like Alexiak said after the game and then, and then toss it away, move on to the next one and let's get some wins. You have, you know, a couple more games left in this homestand. You got to take advantage of it. And then you're hitting the road and you're starting to see a lot of like, you know, divisional opponents. So there's, these games are going to be tight, probably be getting pretty chippy and these teams are going to be fighting each other. So yeah, I'd be ready for it. Well, before we get into no dumb questions, uh, DraftKings, Big time partner of the Hockey Podcast Network. We're proud to be brought to you by DraftKings here on What Lies Beneath. And the NHL season, as you know, we're loving it. And DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NHL. They got an awesome offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice, really the greatest sport. New customers can 
bet just one buck, one dollar, any NHL game, and you win a hundred bucks in free bets if either team scores a goal. Okay, so that's pretty much a guarantee. Doesn't matter if it's a one timer or a deflection, whatever. If they score, you win. If Sportsbook is not available in your state yet, DraftKings will not leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for big-time cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. It's super cool. Uh, They're giving away all new customers uh, a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network. Throw down a buck. On any NHL game, win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. You must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So thanks to DraftKings. No dumb questions. What is that? Great question. Not dumb. We are a podcast that is all about the Seattle Kraken. We are learning about the game, whether you've been part of the game for a very long time and watched it for a very long time, or you're newer to the game. You're a new hockey fan that lives in Seattle, or you're a new hockey fan somewhere, anywhere, and you love the Kraken, but you've got questions. Do not be afraid to ask us a question. We will not give you any grief about it. We love dumb questions. So there are no dumb questions on this show. We're getting them on an email. We're getting them on Twitter at Kraken pod. Talk with us there. So Joey, what is the question in this week's no dumb questions? Yeah. So this actually came uh, came from David Morris, um, who uh, is a listener, friend of the pod, appreciate you. He actually reached out via Facebook, and Facebook is the same as Twitter. You can check us out at Kraken Pod. Uh, so here, his question was, uh, and quote, obviously the Kraken's roster was put together through the expansion draft. Will something similar happen for our AHL team, the Coachella Valley Firebirds? He's basically asking, how are they going to construct the roster for the Coachella Valley Firebirds? Awesome question, man. Like, and that's the thing. Um, I think, you know, on a, on a really quick side note, I think what you said is perfect about, you know, new fans, new to the game and all that, you know, which is going to come with an expansion team. I'm certainly one of them. But I think that, you know, we also do try to, you know, find particular questions and uh, and open it up and have more of a dialogue to kind of encompass everyone. So the goal is that whether you've been watching for, like you said, like a lifetime or you've been watching it for a couple of months, like hopefully you can take something away from this. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, it is weird how things kind of work, um, in different leagues and, um, you know, it is kind of weird too, cause you're dealing with like, okay, cool. You've got players who may be called up to go play for the Kraken. And to be honest, uh, and uh, Joey did some of the research here. I, I really have never paid attention to, uh, lower leagues, um, expansion drafts and how does that work? So, yeah you know, you did a good job putting together some notes as, as to what will happen with their first season. Their, their first season is next year, 2022, 23. Yeah. Um, once the arena is built. Right. So, um, which again, I, those jerseys, the logos, if you haven't seen it, Google Coachella Valley firebirds, I they, think the- they grew on me, by the way, I haven't, I haven't given you the update. I've fully embraced the Coachella Valley firebirds. It's um, not, it could be cheesy. It could be so cheesy, but it's like done. Just, it's just, 
done right. Like it's, oh, yeah, Firebird. That just sounds, it does sound lame when you really think about it, but the look of it is just, it's good. It's a great jersey. It's a great no, but logo. Also, have you seen like the shield? The shield's really cool because they have the palm tree and like the shading of it is really cool. But the background of the palm tree is a shield, but the shield itself is in the shape of the uh, mountains. I just thought that was really cool. They just do little, um, you know, little uh, kind of nuanced things that uh, that kind of are little nods, um, you know, to like the location of the team and whatnot. Yep. And are also like the antithesis of what the Seattle Kraken uh, logo is i just think it's awesome man so i've i fully i've come around full circle on it so I'm, I'm fully on board with the coachella valley firebirds all right so how does this expansion draft work yeah so like you mentioned uh, it's not till 2022 2023 so right now we're sharing the uh charlotte checkers and so basically what happened is like in the in the expansion draft um the kraken selected 30 players but out of those 30 players, only 20 are actually going to dress for games. So you have 18 skaters and two goalies. And additionally, three more players on the active roster um, can be designated as scratches game by game. So you're looking at like a, a roster of essentially 20 players. So you have quote unquote leftover players from the Seattle Kraken expansion draft, which means that out of the 30 players that are drafted, some of the original players that were drafted that are still with the organization are eventually going to skate for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Again, this is if they are still under contract. The rest of the roster is going to be composed of free agents that the Kraken can sign. Now, they can either sign them to two different deals. They can either do a straight-up AHL deal where they sign somebody to, like, you know, basically like their minor league equivalent, and then they play for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Or they can do a two-way deal with the player where the player has an AHL contract and they have an NHL contract. So it's like kind of, you know, if you watch baseball, it's like a player getting called up from AHL to NHL. And now they are on the crack and the crack and active roster. That person is going to be paid whatever the negotiated NHL salary was. So yeah, man, that's a, I mean, that's kind of a quick rundown of how that's, how that's going to be. And I thought it was a great question too. Cause I was like, well, shit, are they going to have like some sort of an expansion draft? But turned out, um, you know, they already have um, a good majority of their roster. And then when, you know, the next season before they start to play, then it's just a matter of, you know, getting guys and signing contracts. And those are all free agents. And I actually have um, a couple of fun facts here. So one of them is uh, there were 10 players that were drafted um, in the expansion draft in 2017 by the Vegas Golden Knights. And uh, those 10, there were 10 players that basically never suited up for the Knights. They were strictly AHL. So think about that. And another fun fact is, um, and I'm just going to read this outright, is unlike the NHL, where teams can have a maximum of 23 players on their active roster, like I just mentioned, there actually is no limit to roster size in the AHL, but most AHL teams will carry 23 to 25 players depending on injuries and scheduling so yeah man i don't know i just thought that it was really interesting that's kind of crazy that there's no uh roster size limitations in the ahl but uh but yeah man that's uh hopefully that answers you know that particular question of how the kraken are going to construct that roster and again we we have the majority of those players currently with the team for example if joey decord is still with the kraken hopefully uh by you know by next season 
And, you know, let's say Drieger is healthy and Decord um, is still with the Charlotte Checkers. He will now be the goalie for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. It's it's complicated to get into this stuff. I and mean, this is like hardcore, you know, sports. I know. <laughs> like salary I just, caps. And I just read a bunch of shit off, but I was trying to make it as, sim- as simplistic as possible, being like, we already have guys from the expansion draft and they're basically going to sign free agents. They can either do an AHL or a two-way contract and that's it. Like that's that's basically the rundown of it. No, I'm 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 not shy, man. I've been, you know, I love hockey, I've been watching my whole life, but you know, I, I didn't know how this works. So this is awesome news to hear exactly how it how it goes down. And that's cool too that like I didn't know that you could have as many players as you want. Like if I were a GM of a uh, AHL team, I'd be like, I don't know, man. Let's get like 40 dudes. Talent. Dude, Super right? Talent. I'd just, I'd be yeah. grabbing dudes left and right. Like I would just I like depending on what freaking, you know, what kind of money I had to play with, like in terms of um, offering free agents, AHL contracts, holy shit, man, I'd be trying to grab as much talent as I could, especially if I had um, really good coaches that were good at developing young players. Holy shit. I would have a crazy roster if I was running an AHL team, which is why I will never run an AHL team. <laughs> no, I, I would, I would totally, I no, you know, we should totally do that. Cause like I, I would be all about getting like the, 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 the attention, you know, like I would, I'd be out there signing kids, like, you know, playing, uh, you know, mini, you know, little kid hockey. I'd be out there in squirts, you know, I'd like be signing off kids like, Oh man, I'm giving that kid a contract. Here's the, here's 50 bucks kid. You'd be like in the driveway with your son and be like, Oh man, he's got a, he's got kind of a filthy freaking slap shot going on. I might have to sign him to his AHL contract development. No, I would like a hundred. Jeff, what the fuck, man? You just signed your kid, you sent to a ten-year guarantee deal. It's like, yeah, but it's like a thousand dollars a year. Like he's, oh, he's a little yeah. kid. No, it'd be a tax write-off. <laughs> totally, like he'd be working, but he wouldn't be working. I would totally. Also, in ten years, you're yeah. welcome because when he yeah. develops and he's, you know, and he's coming up. AHL <laughs> GM arrested for tax evasion. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I signed my kid. I don't know. It's crazy, man. <laughs> I, I, he's a sweet slapper in the driveway. He's ringing off the post. Now, can you imagine that? headlines like ahl coach um yeah arrested for tax evasion because he's been hiring you know minors for for a hockey team and then siphoning freaking money through them oh those are style actually like in some you know you actually can there's there are some rules where like you can hire family members to be part of your business and like up to a certain amount minors can be paid you know, whatever each year, like $15,000 a year. And then that's basically a write-off for you and you're paying the kid, which really for all intents and purposes is going right back into your bank account or never leaves. Um, you know, so there's, there's ways around that. Not that I'm saying I'm do, I don't do that. I don't do that. I'm just saying, you know, well, you know, a lot of specifics for somebody that hasn't done that. And I it will, was a, I will pivot no. this away from you. So the IRS doesn't come knocking on no. your door. It was no. a TikTok. It was a TikTok video. Totally saw on a TikTok video. And I thought for a second, like, Hmm, what's that TikTok? Well, check out this yeah. tax evasion insert um cute music and the person's like and here's how you can and here's the loopholes how you can use family members to uh to skirt taxes no totally what it, it was like some big it was like some was rich guy are you on a vander Kane's tiktok <laughs> is that what's happening was he oh, like Check this out, guys today's yeah. lesson is tax evasion tomorrow oh. I was, you know i'm not even gonna keep going down here's what i like to do is like uh <laughs> totally hit hit whippets and figure out how i can scam the country it's like oh man it's finally so admit to the whippets it took you four episodes but we finally came around full circle no no i was channeling a vander Kane. Not me. Uh-uh, yeah, no, All right. I'm, I'm, I'm wine fueled, and that is it. So, <laughs> no, I will say though, um, and I'm not sure, and you might know something about this in the NHL, but I do know, and uh, I don't know if taxes has anything to do with this. Would I be surprised if it if it 
didn't, I don't know. But I do know that for certain megastars, and I'll use the NBA, for example, I do know that they, um, for certain players, if a team really wants them, a player will have certain things in their contract. Like they will want to put on family members, close friends, part of their entourage, et cetera, built into the contract with that team to where the team will actually like salary members again of that person's family entourage etc so it's like an incentive it's like okay we want to sign lebron james to the los angeles lakers and lebron's like okay cool but i also want you to put my best friend my mom and my wife on your payroll none of that's made public but i want you to put them on for you know a million dollars a year and they're like yeah done deal we don't give a shit like we're signing a megastar i don't know if the nhl has things like that but google it it's really interesting because you have players making these side deals um again where they're they're essentially like bringing their people up around them and making the teams put them on salary to do fucking nothing well see this was funny it's like you got these huge corporations and these superstars and all these people who are like totally like oh man how can we loophole 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 and then you got you know plebs like us like who are just like like oh man i better not uh, hide this dollar receipt uh, yeah, i gotta right. i gotta i gotta give this to my cpa <laughs> to my account because i but they're gonna come after me meanwhile you got these people yeah. like i don't give a shit let's hide 10 million bucks they're not gonna find it and they never do so you know unless yeah. you throw it in their face on tiktok then we need, yeah we need to find a good medium i don't think uh, we should start a tax evasion tiktok but we need to be like you know what maybe i don't need to pull out every fucking gas receipt and write and and get it down to the specific scent. So I don't Wait, know. This, we'll figure it out. This is where we pause the show and we have that moment where we like freeze frame. It's like, this is how a conversation about <laughs> the Coachella Valley Firebirds and being a GM led to talking about tax evasion. How did we get here? Let's rewind. What show was that in the early thousands where it was like, er, I bet you're wondering how we got here. Like that <laughs> wasn't it like every show in the two Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody if you know what that show is, let us tweet tweet to us. Let us know what that if you made it this far in the podcast, first of all, you're definitely getting a sweet backy shirt. Uh, and secondly, yes, please tweet us that. So let's let's go into hockey history. So hot with yes. hockey history, there's, there's a couple of things that I was going to go with uh, today. Um, we had we did have a no dumb question about fighting, uh, which we should talk about next week in the in, in the episode. I think for no dumb questions, maybe we should put this up there for a question about why is hot why is fighting part of the 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 game. Um, but I was going to look up like enforcers, and I started looking into that, and I was like, you know what, screw it. Um, uh, it's going to be a late it's night. Awesome. It's going to be a late go. night record. Yeah, it's exactly. It is awesome. It's part of the game. <laughs> We've talked about this before, but I'm going to give you uh, my top three most favorite hockey video games of all time. Okay. Now, these are not in order. There's a specific order. I have to talk about them to get to one of them. So, you know, I'm going to make you pick one, though. I'm going to make you give me a number one. No, I got that. I can do that. So, okay. um, but I'm going to talk about. So, if you. A court because I, I went to the Wikipedia, I did my research, I checked it out because I haven't, you know, all I, I have personal experience with all three of these games. And these are old school. So I definitely want to, if you have played any hockey video game in any era, please let us know. Uh, at Kraken Pod, I want to know about yours because I, I've, you know, the PlayStation games, the the NHL games of the most recent years, I've played them. They're amazing. It's amazing what's happened, but I'm going like old school, okay. So the first game I'm going to talk about is the original NHL. Okay. The original NHL that, that, uh, and I, I was a Sega Genesis guy. I didn't really get too much into super Nintendo. Um, 
and and Sega was kind of like my deal. And the original NHL hockey for uh, uh, Sega Genesis was just awesome. Okay, so it came out in 1991. I don't remember how I got it. I don't. It probably was for Christmas at some point. Which, by the way, I do remember uh, going to uh, the mall to check out a Sega Genesis box and then going back to the box that was under my Christmas tree with like almost kind of like the dimensions measured out and the weight. Yeah. So I could be like, yes, this, this is, I think this is it. I think this is a Sega Genesis totally getting a Sega Genesis for Christmas, which was fantastic. So you know who um, else is a Sega Genesis person who playing Mortal Kombat. Susie. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we need to make that a thing much like uh, the German gentleman is now a thing. We need to make the Susie uh, Mortal Kombat thing a yes. thing. So we need, we, we need Carson to score more goals and then we can start doing that. Um, but this was an EA sports game. This is also like the dawn of EA sports becoming what they are today. Like this was, if you look at the box, okay, the, the actual cartridge box, because this is when there was still cartridges, not CDs. Um, it, they were still electronic arts, not EA sports. Yep. Um, and this was like way back in the day when like, if you picked the, it was like still the Minnesota North stars were on there. Um, if you picked, uh, the Los Angeles Kings, you got Wayne Gretzky, the way the game flowed and moved. Uh, it was, it was like, cause the original Nintendo games like blades of steel and ice hockey were bumbly and goofy. This was one of the first games that had, and felt like at the time, like real, hockey moves and real hockey. I don't know what the word is, is like, um, you know, dynamic to it, like energy to it, or there's probably, there's a technical term to this. Like, um, you know, the players moved like hockey players, like there was drift on the ice. There was, you know, heavier players, uh, kind of skated like heavier players. There were faster players. It was just a lot of fun, like passing, shooting. It was very, at the time it was like the best hockey game that had ever come out. Right. So I wonder if this is the first game that, um, the company actually met with players in real life and strapped a goofy shit on that looks like tennis balls and made them do a, a bunch of movements. No, no, no things. You think we're at that level yet? No, no, that didn't come to way later. Like, and none of these games I'm talking about are like that. So, uh, I don't know if we need to start uh, a Twitch account to play these games together, but it, we should, <laughs> On the things we need to do is we need to shoot actual pucks right together. That's uh, happening. We should play one of these games together somehow and record that. That'd be way better, way better than you and I doing like a live watch along. Like we should actually play these games, a hundred percent, and play these like with with uh, you know other Kraken fans. It would be pretty cool. So the original NHL hockey, like uh, that, started the series of this is the this is what um, uh, the NHL series. This game is what the NHL series of EA Sports is to the end, you know, like to the beginning of that NHL series is what the original John Madden was to Madden oh, football. Man. Those are the best. And you know what I miss the most is the is the intro EA Sports. It's in the game. Oh, yeah, that was that, that, that was, was not that was not part of it yet. I don't think I'm not I just sure that coming on the screen and being like, fuck, yeah, like, it's, mm -hmm. it's happening. we're doing this. Oh, no, it was. It was awesome. Um, and I think the not even the original um, Madden. Because I, 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 I remember, was it the second Madden game, I think, was like the one that I really coveted and called yeah. every toy store and every video game store uh, to try and uh, find out if they had a copy. And I'll never forget. I'm pretty sure it was like a, 
I think Target existed at the time. Like a Target had it like way out in the suburbs of Detroit. And it was like, dad, they've got it. And he was like, okay, let's go. And we got into the car and like, we went and got it. It was like, yes. And you're like walking. It's like the Holy grail you're walking back with. So um, that was the first, I'm going to jump ahead to uh, NHL 93 was the next version of that. Right. So like NHL 93 came out and the dynamics were a little bit better. I did not like NHL 93 as much as I liked the original NHL or NHL 94, which I did not know this, but if you look up on the Wikipedia page for NHL 94, it's apparently regarded as the greatest hockey game that's ever been made. What? Which is like, that's epic. I'll have to check that out. So there's a couple of things, reasons why is like, this is where you had like legit playoff modes. You could save records. You could do, um, uh, there was a shootout mode. Um, there was an all-star team. Um, there was also two, and this is not in the Wikipedia, but I, I do need to like, I do need to find out is like the way this game, like the engine, that's what it is. The engine of this game was a little different than the first one. Um, and the, and the 93 one, because it was a little smoother and it was better. All right. It was uh, also too, I, I think this was part of it, but like the fighting, if you fought in the game and if you really got your ass beat, you would fall and you would bleed. That's awesome. Dude. I remember um, playing this game and it, and it being legit. And if like, you, if the you guys, bleed, I was like, Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. And like, if you, uh, a huge hit, like a huge chest, yes. That would also lead to the bleeding, right? Um, one thing that I totally forgot about that reminded me of it uh, was reading the Wikipedia page was they had um, the organ, like the the uh, they had songs uh, that would play in the middle of games, like from like you know the organ player, which is synonymous with hockey games, like the old school, like dun 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 dun, like you see at a baseball game or here at a baseball game. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. The organ in hockey is a big deal, um, and a lot of arenas in in the NHL now do have them, which is pretty cool dude i um, also think that this might and um i'm like 99 sure on this this might be the video game and this ties into just me being a pop culture nerd but this might have been the video game that vince vaughn was playing in the beginning of swingers against his friends when they were in their apartment do you remember that scene where he's like he's with his buddies and they're playing and they're playing hockey and they're talking shit to each other and they start fighting and then that delivery person comes to the door i've never seen it Oh, you've never seen Swingers? Oh my God, that's like one of the most epic scenes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweet it to you tomorrow. I'm gonna remember to share that with you. Please you're, find you're it. You're gonna geek out over that hard. I'm, I'm excited. No, there's like, uh, there's like a bunch of those '90s, um, movies that were like the defining movies of the '90s. There's a lot that I have not seen. Like, uh, there's so money and you don't even know it. Yeah, there you go. I know. I see. I know. I know a lot of the quotes like Reservoir Dogs. Never seen that. I don't. Oh, you know. come on, man. I have that on DVD and I still have DVDs in my house. <laughs> no, now Fight Club, the Brad Pitt movies. Totally. Dude, what? No, I've seen that. The OK, I was that. like, holy shit. Like, we need to stop the podcast now and just be like, all right, guys, podcast is over. We got some movies to watch. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, no, no. I, I, I played, a, you know, I played a lot of video games back in the day, so I wasn't really, you know, watching too many movies. Plus, we didn't have cable. Um so like I didn't like see any cool movies. Uh, we did have cable for like a year because we lived in an apartment. My you know my parents were divorced. My dad had an apartment, and we just plugged in the coax cable to the wall one day, Hell and yeah. they screwed it up. They like screwed up the the in the box outside, and they accidentally gave us like cable with HBO and like crazy <laughs> stuff. And we're like, 
oh my god don't say anything like yeah. I, not that we would you know like we're not gonna like run out in the streets and be like we got cable but we had cable like i was watching mtv like we watched crazy awesome stuff and um i don't think we had skin and max which totally would have been awesome but um we uh, uh you know we'd watch uh, we, i had that for like a good year and i i i kind of remember the day that it went away because it was a sad sad day back to video games so <laughs> this is a game that maybe we should play because basically what ea sports did and maybe you know of the other one too EA Sports took NHL 94 and took the uh, engine, right? Like took like the frame of it and they created another hockey game called Mutant League Hockey. I don't think I ever played that, but I've heard so many things about it. There's Mutant League Football. I've definitely played that. That game was my shit. Yeah, Mutant League Football was awesome and it was great because I'll never forget is like they would have the um, halftime interview with the coaches and it would just be like, yeah, that's how they would talk. Um, and it was like, you know, fields being all fucked up. There's like potholes and all sorts of stuff. And like the yeah. guys out there like ripping each other's heads off. It was awesome. It was the best. Kind of the same way um, with Mutant League Hockey, which was really fun. Um, there were, there was like a ton of, weird stuff in it but the the one thing that i remember which was cool is in fighting so you could fight and both players would go to the penalty box but if you lost the fight you got more penalty minutes <laughs> which was great i'm in the box or being a bitch yeah exactly that's pretty much it just bitch time and I don't remember any of the players' names, but I swear it was all like Payne Gretzky and like just like just terrible, <laughs> terrible puns. And this was kind of cool as they had like the, I'm looking at the now I'm looking at the I do remember that like straight up. And now I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. They had uh, robots, undead skeletons and trolls. Uh, in the in the football game, they had aliens and superhumans. So it was just robots, it's undead skeletons, which was fantastic. So we may have to play that. But you could, uh, oh yeah, you could, you could. Yeah, that's right. You could. Uh, there were landmines uh, that would blow up. Oh man, that was awesome. So those are my top three. Uh, all EA sports games. I'm sorry, at the time, Electronic Arts games. <laughs> those were fantastic games. That was my my jam. Sega Genesis. Um, you know, I played the PlayStation games. Those were a lot of fun, super cool, but there's nothing that could come close to the joy of having epic NHL tournaments with my friends in high school playing NHL, NHL 94 and mutant league hockey. So if you've got a video game from the hockey genre that you want to share as your best ever, please let us know at Kraken pod. Was it 94 or 93? 94 was, okay. so there was at the original NHL. Then there was NHL 93, which for some reason I just don't remember liking. And then NHL 94 came out and that one was significantly better than 93. So like if you play the original NHL and you go to NHL 93, it was a better game technically, but it just wasn't a better game to me. Yeah, and then yeah. you go from 93 to 94 and it was a better game technically, but also just a better game. So like 93 kind of they probably rolled out 93 and they were like, OK, we're going in the right direction here, but we have a lot to clean up. Then 94 comes out and it's like, oh, OK, like 93 was like the Android phone, like they did it first. And yes. then 94 was Apple yes. being like, oh, OK, now we know how to improve on this. So that's exactly what happened. That was totally absolutely it. Yes, that was exactly right. They they capitalized on it and they did an awesome job. So, um, you know, it was it was awesome. So if you've got a game that you want to share, 
um let me know no actually i just googled too i'm now looking at um Dude, the I, names. Can't wait, I can't wait to send you that swingers clip you're going to i'm i'm really excited man uh let's it's gonna, see it's gonna encourage you to watch the movie if you ever get a chance uh, I, it's, it's on the list. I actually was watching the, uh, four Christmases with Vince. Uh, um, no, I'm underrated. thinking of underrated. Yeah, it is underrated. It's a good movie, but I was thinking it's really of really uh, funny. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn's in it. Right? Yeah. Vince Vaughn's. Yeah. 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 He's great he's, in that man. That's an underrated Christmas movie. No one ever talks about it. No, it's great. It's funny. I was laughing my ass off at that movie because my wife loves Christmas movies. Dude, his she brothers loves- that are super into MMA and they're wearing like the like the Tom Hardy head to toe, like the bedazzled jeans. <laughs> All I want to do is wrestle and beat the shit out of each other. I'm laughing so hard, man. Like, what's that? Everyone has what's the that relative. Um, out and they always take it too far. Oh, it was awesome. And what was that guy's name? He's a, he's the director, John. Um, he's uh, one of the brothers. Oh man, he was also he- in Swingers. God, he directs he's tons of movies. Yeah, we're idiots for not remembering this. Anyways. Oh man, I saw him and I was like, that's John Blank, but I can't. Anyway, yeah. so. <laughs> all right. All right. So I think it's time to wrap it up. Any more thoughts yeah. you want to share? Oh, we, we, oh man, we should have started this. Is like, when did you get all the Kraken shit to wear? I thought you had nothing. I had my birthday, man. And, and for my birthday, I did the thing where I was like, I don't want anything. And then I just started getting a ton of Kraken gear. So I'm actually like running out. So after, after the t shirt and the zip up and the sweatpants, I have a Kraken hat. That's it. Well, I, well, I bought the hat because you bought the hat, and I want you know. Now we have matching Kraken hats. We're just two bros wearing matching Kraken hats together. So, I have the hat. That's the only thing that's left. So, you know, unless unless uh, the franchise starts sending me more gear, I think I have to tap out here for a little bit. So, I really hope that the Kraken pull off this one on Thursday and get some things going. I'll be I'll be rocking the hat, and then on Saturday, I think I'll be rocking the hat for the live stream too. Well, first of all, dude, is we should talk about this at the beginning of the next podcast because this is a good thing. It's like, what's your, what's your go-to um, thing to wear on game yeah. day? Dude, like, never ever tweet a picture of your sweatpants again. Like that was yeah. just, <laughs> like you, you basically were like showing everybody like your goods. You're like, oh, here's. I purposefully did the angle to where, like, like you said, the it wasn't enough. It, where the stick and pucks were not showing. No. And then he still called me out, and I'm like, I'm not deleting this. Like, I'm I'm full in. I, I purposely did the angle where you could see thigh, and then the Kraken logo on the sweatpants. No, I seriously thought about like literally like turning in my you know like my two weeks at that that exact yeah. moment. My my co-host <laughs> is trying to like basically put a a, a dick pic out. <laughs> it's like, hey everybody, here's you know how like you know his like these, hey, you hey, know do you like hey, hockey? Everybody. Also, yeah. do you like dick pics? Boy, do we have an account for you. <laughs> <laughs> the collaboration you never wanted, and I promise we'll never ask for. <laughs> oh my god. All right, this all right. All right. Like, this was not like a I'm hung over at a Starbucks in gray sweatpants situation. I really was trying to trying to show the crack and sweat to show the crack and sweatpants. So uh I, I, I know, but there's also two like I, I get like not washing something. <laughs> But there's something yeah. like a like a, a pullover or a zip up, like saying you haven't washed that in a, in a couple yep. of days. Like that's okay. Oh, that sounds right. But just like there's something significantly dirtier about uh, talking about sweatpants you haven't washed in days. Like that's just you like tell me I'm the one wearing it. Blame the crack and they kept winning games. You know I'm I'm a man of my word. That's not right. Like you <laughs> you have a girlfriend. Like what was she saying about this? Does she support this habit? Like. My wife would be all over me, and rightly so. That's why I well, love there her. There was a moment where she went to go toss, um, I forget which article of clothing, Kraken into the into the wash one day, 
And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, well, what's what's happening here with that? And I was like, no, that that stays that stays unwashed. Like the Kraken have the Kraken won their last game. Just just keep that on on the bed, nice and nice and smelly. I gotta Actually, wear you know, I gotta wear it tonight. Pete, we can go down the rabbit hole with this. We should talk more about this, but uh, I will actually end the podcast on a high note. So I hope people are listening to this. <laughs> this is good. This is good. My wife actually would support me wearing wearing uh, clothes more often and like having this dirty trend go on as, yeah. as wind streaks go on because with our three kids, there's so much laundry that has to be done and she takes care of the laundry yeah. uh, and it's a lot of work. So like maybe I should just start doing that with all my clothes. Like maybe I should just to help her out because she's a saint. So no, actually, I'm glad that you mentioned that because I don't believe in the freaking, you know, stereotypical gender roles myself because I actually I'm the one that handles all the laundry. So she was actually tossing like in the in the hamper for me. And I was like, get that shit out of here. Like, I ain't washing that. Like, uh, yeah, that's that's the cracking gear. And they're on a heater right now. Like, you don't wash you don't wash cracking gear in the middle of the heater. I'm committed to the bit. Like once I told people I'm going to rock a specific article of cracking gear. And then not wash it. If the Kraken win, I, I stuck to my guns. Fortunately, the longest winning streak they put together so far is two games. Otherwise, it would start to get real weird. Well, yeah, you know, back I used to do that with Red Wings jerseys, and you know, do you wear a jersey? And you know, in the I was really militant about the playoffs. I, I can tell you this is when I was like, you know, way back in the day in my twenties and stuff, um, when the Red Wings were really, you know, killing it and going far in the playoffs. Like we had a tradition for a couple of years where my buddies and I, like when I had roommates and stuff. Um, because it's springtime in Michigan and when it's nice outside, it's like you get outside and, uh, yeah. that usually doesn't happen until m- maybe Mar, maybe April or May, like nice. April, May. Yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. And we would, I remember specifically, I had a, a thing where we, I would take, we would set up, take our TV, put it outside on the porch and we would move our couch outside in the grass. Cause we were on yeah. in the apartment complex. We were like on the low floor so we're like the couch would be in the grass tv would be outside the door wall and these were this is back in the day when you know tvs weren't like flat panel tvs so they're like big ass tvs you had to carry out there yeah it's like a fucking brick with bunny ears and we would just sit out there and drink beers all night and like nobody complained we didn't get crazy but we would sit out there and we would you know sit on the couch on the grass watching red wings playoff games and i'll just never crushing like, beers hanging out that sounds like the best nights ever it know, was, honestly it was pretty awesome, man. So like that was yeah. that was a pretty, you know, pretty good good moment. So um I did get into the the do I, you know, if they lost a game, I would not wear that jersey again. Yeah, um, you gotta get that juju off you, right? I mean, yeah. when the Kraken lost, the first thing I did was literally start a load of wash and like toss the zip up in there. I'm like, I'm done with this fucking zip up now. Oh, I like that. Especially after the Penguins game. I, like literally after the game, I tweeted a picture of like the, the zip up in the wash. Like that's not a that's not a, a joke. Like I'm literally like the game is over. I toss it in there. I'm like, all right, time to do a load of wash because I, I can't wear this again. Well, if you if you want to help us get this conversation started for the next podcast, uh, let us know what is your go to game day kraken wearable what are you doing like do you wear a jersey do you wear a zip up are you taking pictures of your schlonger in your sweatpants <laughs> and tweeting it let then, us know then tagging your male counterpart like jeff check out these sweats <laughs> look if the if the what lies beneath at kraken pod twitter account tries to slide into your dms it is not jeff it is not jeff janusic 
I have nothing to do with that. So I don't like know. Something a guilty no. person would say. Nope. Nope. That is not me. <laughs> I don't know how you live, bro. But that is. <laughs> if that happens and it's a sweat, and let me, hey, hey, uh, follow me so I can send you a sweatpants pick. It's pretty cool. <laughs> not Jeff. I have nothing to do with that. I will tap out at that moment. So. What's your address? Right. Say some sticking pucks. No, stop. No. <laughs> now you're making gross hockey analogies about tax evasion. Oh, maybe we had an episode. Watching. All right. It's getting weird in here. It's probably, you know, it's also getting late. We're a little wired. It's fine. Let's go. Let's go cracking. We got a good chance to get it back, uh, you know, right the ship and, and make it happen. So at Kraken Pod, make sure uh, you get with us in the conversation. It goes on all week long on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, we got to give some choice. I got to put some time into Facebook, man. So if you're following us on Facebook, let us know about those dumb questions. Community is growing there, man. The community starts to grow on Facebook. So everyone that, that uh, you know, follows or I don't know what the fuck Facebook does anymore. Everyone on there who likes the page and follows along. Thank you very much. But also just anyone in general. Thank you for everyone that listens for that leaves the, you know, that leaves the reviews. We read every single one of them. So just thank you for everyone supporting. You've been awesome. And also Saturday night, the hockey podcast network, YouTube, I'm doing a live watch along and I will certainly be consuming some alcohol and watching the cracking game. So come watch it with me. All right. Remind me, cause I'm going to get in there into the comments and start chirping yes. you then, man. So like, I'm going to wear sweatpants and stand up unexpectedly in the middle of the <laughs> Like, oh, Jess here? (laughs) Not right. We got sweet. We're going to have sweet backy shirts, and we might have to get you some sweet backy sweatpants with like the sweet backy across the butt. There you go. All right. Let's go back to Victoria's Secret. All right. We got to (laughs) stop. All right, Joey. Good good episode, man. Let's go cracking. My name's Jeff. This is Joey. Make sure you're following us at Cracking Pod. Have an awesome week. Let's go cracking. Thanks for listening to What Lies Beneath, the Seattle Cracking Podcast. 